Hey, welcome into the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Jordan, and I am joined today by the other Josh. What's going on, man? Thanks for coming in. Hey, I'm just activated off the practice squad. You know, <laughs> I've been uh, punished for uh, sucking in all my leagues, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, this, and I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm actually winning right now. So yeah, yeah, I had to call you up. Uh, you know, we got uh, Brandon's on IR. He's mm-hmm. not feeling well, and uh, Josh. He, uh, he pulled a Tom Brady. He had family <laughs> stuff going on, so you just had to miss. You know, it is what it is. But uh, thanks for coming in, man. Uh, exciting uh, week eight of football. We are halfway through for a lot of teams. Oh, yeah. This, I mean, you know, when you're a Packer fan, the this is um i'm actually kind of waiting till the end of the season so i can be maybe hopeful for next year okay all right well as you can as you as you've known for a long long time i'm a raiders fan so uh i'm just sinking into (laughs) my my usual mid-season depression right now so you know this is a a nice nice comfortable feeling for me i've been here many times yeah well you know so I i think i figured it out though because like the last four years like they've been projected to you know to just you know suck uh green bay has always been underrated just coming in and then like you know three 13 six uh no 13 win seasons in a row and then they actually have expectations for the first time in forever and then you know they just shit on my heart like i try not to uh be excited about things and this is why yeah i feel you i feel you uh, all right, well, let's get through it. We don't have a lot of news, actually. It was a pretty clean week as far as injuries. Uh, we had Thank some God. guys get banged up here and there, but uh, Rashad Bateman is going to miss a few weeks with a foot injury. Um, Cooper Cup is dealing with some swelling in his ankle. Uh, we're going to have to just monitor that because mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to miss any time or how much that'll be. So, uh, And then uh, Baltimore acquired Roquan Smith today from the Bears. Um, uh, he's crying again <laughs> with tears of joy this time yes yes it's like tears i have hope for sure oh, uh gosh. getting out of that situation there in chicago and getting to a spot where he's got a chance to compete for a championship so yeah you know my big question is like uh so i know we've talked about skoranic before i love him like you know i think in the last episode Brandon mentioned like i've talked to him about that um would cupping out really up him because he plays more similar to him than say like, you know, Allen Robinson, you know, the corpse of Allen Robinson. Yeah. Uh, so like, I kind of like it except for mm, like, like at a 25% of what you'd expect of cup. Yeah. You, well, yeah. Yeah. He's not going to go out there and perform as yeah. well as Cooper. Especially cup, since Stafford's but, not been great. Yeah. But he could definitely uh, see a lot of volume increase if Cooper cup yeah. did miss time. So yeah, and that's a good one, call. Uh, really exciting about Bateman is that Duvernay very fast. I he's think been he's playing gonna, great. Yeah, I love him per touch. They haven't been getting him involved enough. I think especially with like you know uh, Andrews not being there, just I think it's just it, he can shine. He's probably not, but he can. He can. He can. He's filled in admirably a couple times, and he's looked pretty good this year. So I like Devin Duvernay a lot. Um, let's, uh, let's hop into a little bit of the best coast, big and bad for week eight. We're going to run through, uh, just, 
you know, who showed up, who helped you get a win this week and who completely trashed your team and you're sorry you ever drafted them. So, uh, so like, are we like just going to say, cause the sweepy season like today is Halloween. These are the big bad wolves and little red riding hoods. You know, I, I named this segment and we haven't found a drop for it or anything and we're just kind of testing Woo-hoo! it out. So, uh, let me know on Twitter bad. if you think it's really lame or if you think it's pretty cool. So. I love lame. So <laughs> also, or kind of both. <laughs> <laughs> uh man so at qb this week qb1 to attack of iloa 382 yards three touchdowns he was absolutely lighting it up to his back yes he is i'm so excited i'm i like i love Tua just for the fact like you know i don't like alabama but like the fact that they left him out to dry for so long and all this, all the hate he got, like, you know, he had to be near perfect this year for them to not try to trade or trade him away or drafts his replacement. And he's been running with that. And I love it for him. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder and playing well. Um, it does help when you have those two good receivers. Oh, man. Tyree killing Waddle. We'll get to them. Mm. Uh, Jalen Hurts had 285 yards through the air and four passing touchdowns. He didn't add much on the ground this week, which was weird. Only 10 yards rushing, but uh, had himself a nice game. Dak Prescott was really good, 250 and two. Mm-hmm. He got a rushing touchdown on 34 yards there. Um, Justin Fields showed up. He ended up QB four on the week, one fifty one and two through the air, eight for sixty and a rushing touchdown. How where how do you feel about Justin Fields as like a streaming option at quarterback in I one QB? Definitely would take him as a streaming option. I think after this week he'll he should be uh, in that uh, what is it ten to twelve range overall for the season. And um, I don't know for like full PPR, but like you know, the rushing value does, uh, does add a lot. Plus he's been throwing better. Like he's actually throwing balls. Well, he is, it, so. it seems that he's improving. I think there's like some hope there. I'm not, I'm still not expecting the bears to be great this year or fields to be like a league winner or anything, mm-hmm. but there's definitely like reasons to be hopeful if you're a bears fan for sure. Uh, I still don't think the pass catching options there for the Bears or anybody you can trust at all right now. I was never really big on Mooney to begin with, so uh, yeah. Komet yeah, so caught a touchdown this it's week. It's true, which you know <laughs> I've been hating on Komet for a long time, so that actually was a little bit spiteful for me. Oh man! Uh, and then QB five on the week, Kyler Murray three twenty six and three. He had two interceptions, but he had a pretty nice game. Added some on the ground as usual, and then uh, Mariota, Heineke, Cousins, Lamar, and Josh Allen round out the top ten. Josh Allen. Uh, I mean, you know, he he finishes QB ten. He didn't kill you this week. He's not always going to put up thirty point games. Um, but it, really close with a lot of other guys this week. The next like ten behind him were within five points. So I will was... say it's like Josh Allen. You know, the, the one good thing about Green Bay this year is their uh, secondary. They're they're elite on that end. Uh, they just suck everywhere else apparently. So you know, it's it's not surprising he got a couple of interceptions. You know, I think uh, Jair and Diggs were like actually you know barbing at each other at the beginning of the game which was pretty cool oh yeah yeah that was a fun matchup to watch those guys uh do not get along we see that a lot <laughs> with some uh wide receiver db uh duos and uh, it always makes it more entertaining for the game yeah. so i just have to ask one question like yeah. is this jalen hurts um breakout like uh is he to the level where we're saying that he's similar to lamar jackson um 
Because I'm not hearing that a lot. Like, you know, people are saying he's good, but they're not saying he's going to be like, this is him. I don't think people are expecting him to have, like, he's not that level of runner. Okay. I don't think. I don't think he's quite that level of runner as as Lamar is. So, Wall, for fantasy purposes, because he gets it done through the air and he has really nice weapons there and that that Eagles offense throws a lot more than they did previously. Um, it you know it's working out for fantasy and that rushing really gives him a nice floor. Honestly, he may have more upside at least currently than Lamar. Or, uh, you know, with all the banged up weapons and stuff, not having Andrews like right now, I'd way rather start Hurts over Lamar. Yeah, I think for um, this season, I'm just wondering if like this is a, like showing that he can sustain this and be like an asset for years to come because, you know, like I think uh, Zach's been eating crow pretty much all season, which has been making me laugh a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a Cowboys fan, That's so he's true. contractually obligated to hate anything in feathers. But uh, yeah, I, I really think, you know, Hertz has, has taken himself to a next level where, mm-hmm. you know, where... Uh, probably coming into this season a lot of people looked at him as like if he doesn't have a good season he could be getting replaced that's true that is not happening Hertz is not going anywhere so he's going to be the starting quarterback for the seagulls franchise for you know uh i'd say the foreseeable future yeah uh, i'm not worried about him in any kind of dynasty leaks at all three plus years easy sad when you trade him away from your dynasty team <sighs> yeah i did i gave him to you in our dynasty i, <laughs> I believe <laughs> and i traded him again uh. you traded him uh all right let's talk about some running backs uh alvin Kamara, 18 for 62 and a touchdown on the ground 9 of 10 for 96 and two receiving uh in half ppr formats he had like 38 points i love alvin Al- Algen? Algen Kakarga. Allah. Yeah. Uh, no, Too I love Alvin. Too much candy. Right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Got that sugar high. No, um, yeah, I love Alvin. I love that he's come back. You know, allegations aside, you know, that. But it's just good to see him, like, back to his performance. Like, it's been rough. And I know he had that rib injury. So, and those are really kind of hard because you can't breathe without pain. Yeah. So, um, what is it? Herbert's not been as great either uh, with that. So it makes sense. It's like, but it's good to see him back to warm. So it looks like he's getting healthy. It is. Yeah. It looks like he's, uh, yeah, completely back to 100% health, having no issues there. This was a huge game for him. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about Christian McCaffrey 18 for 94 and one on the ground, eight of nine for 55 and one receiving. And through a 34-yard touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk, he is the first player to have a rushing, passing, and receiving touchdown in a game since Ladanian Tomlinson in 2005. Oh, LT. I love LT. Yeah. Fantasy God LT. uh, Yes. Fantasy legend Ladanian Tomlinson. Uh, So that was exciting to see. Welcome to San Francisco, CMC. I know you were in L.A. for this one, but uh, man, he is going to be special in that offense. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about that later. Uh, Derrick Henry was running back three, 32 for 219 and two. He continues to always put up at least 200 yards against Houston. Just clock it. It's happening. Uh, Tony Pollard. 14 for 131 and three in this game. He beat up on the Bears. Uh, Deontay Foreman, 
26 for 118 and three had a, a really nice game. Yeah. Um, that game was, was absolutely crazy. Very back and forth, uh, but mostly in the run game <laughs> on both sides. So that was a, that was a fun one. Uh, ETN had a nice game. Dalvin cook, Jamal Williams. They were all great. Ramondre, Aaron Jones and Gibson had really nice games. So uh, those are your studs at the running back position for wide receivers. AJ Brown, six of 11 for 156 and three of those four Jalen Hurts touchdowns. Yes, he was dominant. It's good. You know what? We both own AJ Brown in the league and it just feels so good. It does, man. Watching him play football is great. You know what? I think it's just. You're you're bad at you know fantasy if you haven't drafted Jalen Hurts. I'm uh, not Jalen Hurts. Well, yeah, that him too. But uh, AJ Brown, uh, you know, just like shame on you. Yes, yes, shame on those of you who didn't draft AJ Brown. I agree. Um, I'm loving him this year. He's mm-hmm. been great. Uh, I think you know the trade to this offense. It not only helped his floor with just mm-hmm. how many targets he's receiving, but like this offense is moving the ball so well that his ceiling is just broken. Man, he's. It's good to have an actual good quarterback. It is. Like, Tannehill's is. is not good. But we're seeing in other areas, you know, like, I mean, with your Packers, for instance, mm-hmm. and and some other teams, that it's also good to have weapons around your quarterback. Okay, so that, that's a good You need character. both. It's it's a it's definitely a duo there. Um, speaking of uh, having weapons around a good quarterback, DeAndre Hopkins mm. is back. He Very showed much. it in a big way. 12 of 13 for 159 and 1. Good. He's just, I mean, he's so big that how do you not throw him the ball 13 you see, times uh, a game? <laughs> did you see some of his uh, his uh, comebacks? So people are like, he's over the hill. I'm just 30. Oh, man. Love yeah. that man. Yeah. It's like Nuke is oh, <laughs> chef kiss. He's, he's great. Uh, all right. Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. Jalen Waddle is 8 of 9 for 106, caught two touchdowns. Tyree Kill, 12 of 14 for 188 yards. Oh. He's on pace to have over 2,000 yards this year. Do you think he does it? Um, you know what? I'm going to say no. All right. It just, it, that's you know, a safer bet. Yeah. But it, it's man. just, I mean, especially since Waddle, like Waddle, I think didn't Waddle have like a little bit of an injury too. He's going to take more of it. He did and that earlier, two is going to spread it a little more too. Now that he's, you know, healthy and back, I think it's going to be a little bit more even split. Honestly, I kind of like Waddle a little more than Hill. So like, I've been feeling Hot that take way all there. Years. I think Tyree kills got a shot at being wide receiver. I love Tyree kill, but he's you know, so he's good. cheetah, but still it's like Waddle special. Yeah. Waddle is special. I'm not disagreeing there. Waddle, I, I think, you know, two years from now, maybe Waddle is the best wide receiver in the league. Possibly. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's very special already and, and maybe has some room to grow. Um, uh, wide receiver five this week, DJ Moore, six of 11 for 152 and a touchdown. He takes a firm lead in the <laughs> DJ Moore versus Tommy Tremble touchdown bet. Just going to ask that. Three to one. So that's where we stand right now. My boy Tommy Tremble's coming back, though. It's going to be fine. He's going to catch one next week. He's going to have breakfast uh, with PJ Walker? Maybe. DJ Moore has caught three of the four he will have on the season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, <laughs> it could be rough. But in all honesty, though, uh, PJ Walker has really changed things for this offense the oh, last definitely. couple weeks. And, you know, I think DJ Moore is probably couldn't be happier. He's actually getting targets. They're mm-hmm. catchable targets and he's able to put up some yardage. So um, 
We'll talk a little bit about him later. Rondale Moore, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, Brandon Ayuk, Jacoby Myers. They round out your top 10 at the wide receiver position. All very nice weeks. Uh, big tight ends. Tyler Conklin, 6 of 10 for 79 and two touchdowns. Nice game there for the Jets. Uh, Isaiah Likely went 6 of 7 for 77 in a touchdown. Kyle Pitts, 5 of 9 for 80 in a touchdown. Finally getting in there again. Uh, Evan Ingram, 4 of 6 for 55 in a touchdown. Ertz, Kittle, Gesicki, Dulcich, Schultz, they were okay. Basically, every other tight end sucked. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then these are the tight ends who you're going to look into this getting excited play him next week and they're going to get like two points yeah that i i mean you know obviously kittles in your lineup every week Ertz is in your lineup every week i think a lot of people are probably back to starting schultz and i think that's probably fine Mm -hmm. i think the only name on here other like pits obviously but i think the only name on here that i'm really interested in as far as like do they have maybe some some unforeseen upside is Greg Dulcich. Okay. Uh, he really started commanding targets for this terrible Broncos offense, and mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily interested this year, but I think he is potentially very talented, and you know he's already commanding targets as a rookie. It seemed like the Broncos offense really could only get moving when he was getting involved. He's a more well-rounded tight end, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, like, and he was drafted in the, what, the second round or third? Yeah, he was. You know, a, so you know, he was like, a day two guy. Um, he, you know, they he were, was already stealing the job from Albert O, and who was yes. really hyped up in the off season, which was sad because I picked him up. Uh, and yeah, it's like he's a talented dude. He he has a future. Yeah, so I, I like Dulcich. Definitely keep an eye on him. Um, I, like I said, I'm not necessarily like going to go start him next week, thinking that this is just going to continue. But I think long term, if you're a dynasty owner, or maybe mm-hmm. if you're not the owner and can go try and get him cheap, uh, that's a, an interesting guy for the future. I like Likely as well, just in case yeah. uh, Andrews is hurt. Only if Andrews is hurt, though, because I don't want to be playing that game guessing who. No, 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 definitely not. And and more often than not, it's going to be Andrews. Yeah, but uh. But I mean, yeah, likely he's definitely a talented guy as well. Um, all right, some stinkers from this week. Uh, Malik Willis did not show up uh, like a lot of people thought. A part of that's definitely due to the huge Derrick Henry game. Like they didn't need Malik yeah. Willis to do anything. Um, so Derek Carr was terrible. <laughs> so were all of the Raiders. But yeah. Derek Carr was absolutely awful. Kenny Pickett was really bad this week. Trevor Lawrence had a bad game. Uh, a couple turnovers that probably cost them a game that they could have won. Um, and Daniel Jones had a down week. Uh, bad at running back. Brian Robinson oh, had a stinker this week. It was rough. Uh, Daryl Henderson really didn't get as much work mm-hmm. as I was expecting. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he had a fumble, but he only had like 74 yards, I believe it was. He's had a couple games where he's been more quiet this year. He's not as dominant as he has been last year. No, I think a lot of it's due to the offense. They've really struggled on the offensive side of the ball. The O-line hasn't held up the way they thought it would. I mean, the offensive line's just been devastated. It's been that way since week one, and... You know, I think that's one reason why Matt Ryan also was terrible, which is why I think it's good that they actually moved to Ellinger because he's a little younger, more mobile, can get out of the pocket when pressured. So I think that's going to be better for the offense overall. 
uh, even if he's not even a better quarterback, I think it's just going to help. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And plus, man, why have Matt Ryan out there to take 20, 20 more sacks on the season, you know, in a season that's not really going anywhere? No. That's just, you know, he doesn't need that. <laughs> like, I mean, he's being paid a lot. Too. He's like, being he, paid a lot. But you, man, you can sack me 60 times for like how many million dollars he's getting. I guess that's true. But man, if I was him, like you're talking about a guy who is like on the cusp of potential Hall of Fame. Oh, that's uh, he's had a great career. And, you know, this this may have been his intention to have this be, you know, his last year or maybe mm-hmm. next year's last year anyway. So I mean, go to a, such a stacked team like that team had Super Bowl aspirations before him. Yes. And it was like, you know, it's the one year I've always I've no, not always like, you know, I've been always a little bit down on uh, Matt Ryan overall. And this is the one year I truly believed in him. I was like, and I, I got him in a league, like, you know, in, a, in our best coast uh, dynasty. I was like, this is a smart pickup. Like, he's going to help me be good this year. And I regret my life. Yeah, didn't work <laughs> out. Um, David Montgomery had another bad, had a, another bad week. Uh, yeah. Herbert did a lot better than him. We'll talk about that when we get to that game. Damian Harris. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Eno Benjamin, these guys just didn't get it done. Um, bad wide receivers. Number one on the list has to be Devontae Adams. He put up 0.7 and a half PPR point. He had one reception for th- for two yards, yeah. three yards. I mean, Matt like Collins that. looked like the better receiver. I yeah. Mean, which, you know, you get the more uh, more defensive pressure. That, that makes more sense, but still. Oh, it was like, awful. Absolutely. He only had five targets. I know it's it's ridiculous. Deontay Johnson had another down game. That offense is really struggling. Um, Christian Kirk. uh, Drake London, Gabe Davis, Wandale Robinson and Cortland Sutton had a really bad game as well. So uh, and they thought Gabe Davis was going to like, you know, you guys all predicted he was going to blow up. Oh, I thought he was going to be big. Yeah. So, you know, that's fantasy football. That's the way it goes. And like I said, all of the rest of the tight ends were bad, basically. Just like all season. Just like, yes, there's we're going to end this season with like three okay tight ends for the year and just, you know, Kelsey. Yeah, basically. I mean, unless Andrew comes, if Andrews is fully healthy, he'll be all right. He's going to easily finish us the tight end, too. And you're going to be happy you had Andrews, but. I think Waller can come back. I mean, I'm hoping because I have him, but uh, I was like, you know, that I'm, kind of talent. <laughs> I'm a Waller owner too. I yeah, get it. Like, I'm like, but you know, he's hammies are hard. Hammies have been a big injury this year. Like yeah. I've seen more hammy injuries this year than I, I mean, maybe I've just noticed them more, but just, I feel like every other one has been that this year. There's been a lot. It's yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's a like rough Liz year. Frank was popular two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and last year everybody tore their ACL like the week before the season started. Yeah, that that was sad. So yeah, it it, it seems like things come in waves, kind of. And this year is a hamstring injury kind of year, which I suppose you know is probably better than guys tearing their ACLs every week. So yeah, uh, you yeah, know, I don't know. Like hammies are weird. Like a soft tissue injury is like, uh, what is it? Uh, Stephanie Bell, I remember a long time ago with ESPN. She's just uh, she broke down like those soft tissue injuries can build up. And like, um, well, it's like Julio Jones, right? Like get some every single year and it's so easy to aggravate it. And then yeah. you change your pressure. So you go uh, and you injure the other side because, you know, your body. Makes You're compensating. Change, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Um, all right. Well, 
let's hop into some week eight game reviews and try and uh, bring up the mood a little bit after a little, you know, I mean, those, those guys stunk up your teams. Sorry <laughs> if you played those guys this week. Uh, and if you're dealing with injuries, you know, everybody is, but uh, we'll break down some games and, uh, you know, look forward to our next episode where we're going to have, uh, we're going to have next week's stuff, but we're also going to talk a little bit about waiver wire. I don't think we have a ton on it tonight, but um, we'll get you some waiver wire info as well. But uh, the first game I want to talk about is the London game. Broncos at Jags. Uh, 21-17, the Broncos win this. They move to 3-5. and five. Jaguars fall to 2-6. and six. Uh, Trevor Lawrence lost this game i already brought that up but he had an interception at the goal line in the first half that i think they were trying to put the they were trying to go up 17 nothing Mm -hmm. at that point and then uh with two minutes left driving down the field to try and win the game at the very end he threw another interception yeah that's 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 rough for trevor it's like we were talking about it earlier today and just like you know i like the talent you know he's we were talking just before this uh, recording about like, you know, he does have a whole year lost from last year and I think he turns it around, but it might not be this year. Like I really had a lot of hopes, like the first couple of weeks, they looked amazing. And I think that's that upside potential that for the future, but I don't think it's going to realize itself this year again. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Cause they did look really good in the first half. Uh, or I mean, the first couple games of the season, they started out two and oh, they looked great. And it looked like, maybe Lawrence was really going to turn it around that Christian Kirk was a piece that he absolutely needed. And Mm -hmm. Kirk's been, Kirk's still been pretty good. And, um, you know, and Lawrence has shown up a little for fantasy, but yeah, they're not getting it done. So, um, except for ETN though. Yeah. ETN looks great. Now that James Robinson's out of the way, ETN balled out today and, uh, or balled out yesterday. And, uh, He's, he's going to be just fine. was for forward. Brandon to trade him to me in two leagues. And then he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about this Broncos offense? Are you, is there anybody there that you're feeling confident in? Because I felt like Cortland Sutton was the guy in the first few weeks and, with Russ. And then now, I mean, they win this game. They still don't do much on the offensive side. Like it seemed like they could only score when they were getting the ball in in a short field, or uh, you know the turnovers from Lawrence really helped them there. So, uh, is there anybody on the Broncos you're confident in starting week in week out? Um, you know, we talked a little bit about Dulcich. I don't feel confident in that, but it's something I'd monitor. Um, you know, this Sutton's a flex. You know, just the targets he's he's a good player he's gonna be good like uh you know there's gonna be bad weeks but you're gonna get bad weeks with everyone like you know Devonte adams had a bad week and that's just unheard of yeah so you know i agree i think sutton you can start judy did have a big week this week so i think that contributed to it maybe it was just the defensive scheme left judy open while sutton was bracketed so yeah, um, judy's more of a you know like a big play guy he is and you know uh, you know i don't think rusk turns it around he is Man. a very talented guy, but you know, I don't know. There's there's not really much hope there. Maybe if uh, one of the running backs get hot, like Melvin gets a little bit of his old juice back, or if something happens to him, then Murray becomes a consistent flex option. But I really don't want to be part of that if I can avoid it. Yeah, I know it's tough for running backs, but you know, if you can. Yeah, start someone else. <laughs> they each scored a touchdown in this game and we're still not great for fantasy. Yeah. So, um, 
All right. Well, let's move on to a little more exciting game. The Panthers at the Falcons. Falcons win this one 37-34 and are now the lead in the NFC South. Yeah. So from a team that was, you know, looking like maybe they were going to have one of the very first picks in the draft and get their quarterback of the future to now they are looking like, well, maybe they're a playoff team. I think Tampa Bay or the Saints will probably... Yeah, I think figure it out and win this division. Yeah, um, you know it. <laughs> what, it's hard. What do you? Think? I want to say I want to say the Saints because I think Jameis Winston gets healthy and he comes back because he's much better than Andy Dalton. I still believe, and I think that that's what's going to turn out. I think that the Tom Brady thing is not going to go away. He, I, I, I've been of the opinion that Tom Brady's been held held up by his great offensive line and his amazing weapons and his. I think, you know, with the whole divorce thing and all that other stuff, I think it's come to light with the injuries also. It's just made this whole mess and it's going to be hard for him to come back from. You know, they'll probably turn around because it's a well-coached team and lots of lots of talent. It's the most talented, obviously, of the of the four. But um, I don't know. I just I like the Saints. I like I like how they're built um, on both ends and uh, they're not as banged up on in terms of injury. I think just with Winston coming back, um, definitely not. I mean, like I, I think I'm with you on the on the Saints uh, over the Bucks to to maybe take over this division, um, especially with the Shaq Barrett injury mm. that just happened because the defense was really what you were hoping could turn it around for the Bucks. And if they start losing pieces like they've lost on their offensive line. It's not going to get better. Their secondary is also was struggling too before that. So yeah, if you lose your interior D, that's going to be rough. Um, I don't know. Like Art Smith is just really trying really hard to win his job, uh, keep it, and it's sad that he is going to probably because they've been playing okay. Um, but they're they're hurting themselves from getting a good quarterback in the future unless you really believe that Riddler is going to be good next year. And uh, and no, is it Ritter? Yeah. I don't know Batman it's that's his uh Halloween costume today I just decided um and that offensive line though like it can it comes it keeps going that's the theme of this year like a lot of good teams have been bad because of bad offensive line play yeah and then this team has been amazing in terms of their offensive line you know I think you guys have touched on that a couple weeks had like you know, they get multiple yards before they even just get touched. Yeah. And even though they're splitting those backfield carries between Algier and Huntley and uh, and some to Mariota. Uh, yeah, they're I mean, they're able to to move the ball on the ground. They're not passing a lot. It's disappointing for Pitts and London owners, but that's it's they're moving the ball. So they're doing what's, you know, and they're four and four now leading the division. So. We're gonna have to keep an eye on those Falcons because if they keep making this push, then you know I like I don't know with the trade deadline coming up. Is there anything you think that maybe they could do that would? I I don't think so. No. But like they can't add a pass catcher or anything that's gonna make their offense more dynamic. They I need did a quarterback. See that Bird is like you know made some good cat, uh, pass catches, but it was more of a deep. Like, I think he only got like four passes yeah. thrown his way. Uh, he's one to kind of like monitor, but like there's not. I don't. There's not a piece that I think they can add that can make you know bring them to the next level. Like you know with one or two moves that are affordable. I still think that their future is like trying to draft well and hoping yeah. that they don't end too high. Yeah, they need to lose. 
um, for their future. They need to lose. This is just hurting them for next year because they're not going to win the Super Bowl. It's funny because like a few of these teams that are like are not great, like the Panthers too. You know, they're doing a lot better than expected. And just like, okay, well, you know, I traded away a piece. Um, the Bears too, like they, you know, they, they, they traded away pieces, and then like they, they were do, still doing okay. Yeah. Like, you want those quarterbacks? Like, this is a big draft for that, and you're not tanking, right? No, no, the <laughs> Panthers are doing it right. DJ Moore had that penalty at the end of the no. game that yeah. moved back the point after, which was a go-ahead point after. Mm-hmm. They ended up tied at 34 and going to overtime, and then the kicker missed a field goal, <laughs> probably because his you know confidence was shot from missing that point after. And That's so, true. you know, it's very likely that that uh, that mistake, I'm putting up air quotes, <laughs> cost them the game so way to go dj Moore. you're gonna get a much better quarterback next year because of that move you made right there um bears 29 at cowboys 49 bears fall to four or to three and four the cowboys are five and two they're looking really good that defense is rolling i mean they gave up 29 to the bears but uh you know they looked good at least early on they i think they scored a defensive touchdown in this game um Fields did finally get it going. Uh, we talked about him a little earlier, but um, Herbert, I think, and Montgomery is the big story that I want to talk about here. So they pretty much split touches evenly. Herbert had one extra carry. Um, but yeah, so Herbert had 16 carries for 99 and a touchdown. David Montgomery went 15 carries for 53 yards. He did have three receptions for 22 yards, and he lost a fumble. So, of course, that hurts his fantasy yeah. uh, output. But, um, you know, with them almost evenly splitting touches there and Herbert the last couple of weeks doing way more with that, uh, how are you feeling about David Montgomery? You know, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just recalling how in the early season, Monty was really cooking and so i i can't bail on that i think you know he had the injury he might be having a lingering thing i think the mistake is is that we're gonna buy into herbert now who's has you know just is just a little more fresh and younger and he's gonna do better for the immediate future and i think eventually montgomery is gonna regain that dominance I, I agree. Um, I've, I've been starting Herbert in our two QB league because I'm so banged up at running back. <laughs> like I have nobody there, um, but he's been great. Backs. Like Ramondre and Herbert are like my only two healthy running backs and they're they're killing it for me. They've been winning me games I expected to lose. So it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's that I'm is not, pretty great. <laughs> I'm not complaining at all, but uh, I don't know how likely it is to continue. I agree with you that I'm not super confident in Herbert rest of season. I would expect Montgomery to sort of flip that around as we go forward. So. Herbert was talked up in in the draft, like I think before the draft happened this year, he was considered like uh, one of the top. Um, I, like I think he was uh, in the like the NFL rankings, put in the top ten. He wasn't necessarily that high, so he, he was drafted at his level what they're projected. But you know, I think in some of the things I was reading about him beforehand, that a lot of people just think he should be in the top five considerations. So it was like you know there was a little bit of hype in there. Um, you know, the scouts know a lot better than us, but um, you know, there is a lot of talent there, so I can see this being a problem. Like. I can see this being a Chubb hunt situation um, as it's been like the last couple of years, not this year. 
<laughs> yeah, where where you're you're frustrated a mm-hmm. lot because the other guy snakes the touchdowns exactly. or things like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. It can be frustrating. Like I, I think you're right. Or we'll, we'll see some games going forward where David Montgomery breaks a long one and gets tackled inside the five, and then they bring in Herbert and he snatches the touchdown. If this like was that, a better so. offensive team. Like the Saints when they had Kamara and, and or, or just like all yeah and Ingram, um, or even like um, sometimes the Vikings, um, you know, with Cook and Madison, it's um, you know I see the potential if it was a good team that they could support both, but as they are, I mean, I know they like to run, but yeah, they just they just gonna fall behind. They can't they can't run that much. Yeah, it's not as much scoring opportunity as other teams either. Um. All right, well, let's move on to Dolphins-Lions. This was a fun game as well. Dolphins win 31-27. to They move to 5-3. and three. The Lions are 1-6, and six, uh, which is brutal because I think all, almost every game they've lost other than that Patriots game has been a one-score game. They were, they were in it a lot of the games last year too. And, you know, they came out hot this year. They really look sexy and... You know, they had the injuries as racked up. I think they like they need Jamison Williams to come uh, and become a thing, but I think he's still projected to be a few more weeks out. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to bring a lot of life to him because this offense can be really exciting, uh, which is not what I expected from Dan Campbell. Like I thought that this was going to be like a more defensive oriented team, and you know, I was just wrong. Yeah, they don't have a defense at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's great for fantasy football. What um, happened to the ankle bitings? Like yeah i i guess not they gave <laughs> up on biting kneecaps and ankles and stuff and just said eh, just chuck the ball downfield yeah, it's it's been amazing though and jamal williams is a he's awesome yeah just, he's gonna continue being a thorn in the side of swift yeah. uh you know i and, think he's gonna end well i mean the, the injury throws us off but i i was thinking this before because they was being used as much or sometimes a little bit more uh, in per carry and Yes, he's not as talented. He's not as fast, but he still has decent hands. He's strong. He's just good and reliable. And he's also one of their captains, I think. And they love yeah. him. They yeah. adore him. Yeah, the, he's a locker room guy for sure. They uh, The team loves that guy. He's one of the hype guys there. And he was gets great that in Green Bay, going. too. Like, I missed having him, but, you know, you had Dylan as your RB3, so, and you had Aaron Jones. So it's yeah. like, you, you can't it's pay three much. guys. Um, so that was, that was a fun game. Uh, Amon Ra had an okay game, but Hill and Waddle are just unstoppable. We've talked about how much speed that Dolphins team oh has. Gosh. Uh, they're five and zero with Tua as their starting quarterback and lost all three games without him. So we've talked about it a little bit, but, um, honestly, I kind of want Tua to leave and be successful elsewhere just to spite that owner. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. I mean, he can't do that because, you know, he can take that all that talent elsewhere. But, oh, that'd be so sweet. I mean, he's he's <laughs> showing what he's worth. And I think 100 percent. He, he deserves a good contract a, now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's definitely earning himself some money. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. He he's racking up those those dollar signs. Um, so that's that's good for him. You know, they didn't and, extend uh, his uh, fifth year option, did they? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that would even come up quite yet is it is, so, he, is he only in his third year i think so okay well, i could be wrong i might be an idiot but well, that wouldn't be <laughs> well, any different <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on, and we'll we'll bet how many years uh, he's been in. But uh, Cardinals uh, take on the Vikings. Vikings win thirty four to twenty six over the Cardinals in a game that they kind of tried to give away. They got up early, let the Cardinals try and work their way back into it. Uh, we talked about Hopkins and what a huge game he had, but Rondale Moore also had a very nice game here. Uh, he ended up with a stat line of seven of eight, 92 yards and a touchdown. Also added 12 yards on the ground. So, uh, in a ha- you know, in our scoring system, he had 19.9. Do you think Rondale Moore can be a thing going forward? I don't think he'll be a thing in terms of like a consistent guy. I think he can be like a situational flex. Um, you know, the Vikings are a high scoring team. So, mm, you know, they don't have the best secondary. They're a good defense, but I just think this is more situational. Um, plus, Hopkins taking all the attention is going to open things up. So I don't think he's going to do this every week, but I think there's, you know, there's worse flex options. All right. I like that. I think I think I agree. Uh, I did vet it. Uh, yeah, it's to his third year. So okay. uh, we will find out shortly if they're going to grab that fifth year option. At this point, I would have to imagine they're going to and try and just keep I, him for as cheap as him. possible. They, he hates him. <laughs> I mean, you, be you, funny. the NFL's weird. You That's never true. know. For something crazy could happen. But Hey, look, they, they fired Jimmy Johnson after building like a amazing team. So people are stupid. Yeah. Owners are not smart. No, and coaches aren't always either. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, anyway, sorry. Back to the Cardinals and Vikings. Uh, we had a, a huge game from Dalvin Cook. Madison also got in the end zone, which mm-hmm. that I was screaming at my TV because he got the first touchdown and then Dalvin got one later. And I was uh, Dalvin was almost to 100 yards already when Madison took that touchdown. I was like, what are you doing, Vikings? I need this. I was really upset because <laughs> I also have him and I was having a, a very close matchup. Uh, this week and it was just so much anxiety like especially because i was going against hill and waddle and i it was he was rejected i think in our league at 177 and i was at that time i think only at 150 or something my guys turned it around thank thankfully mcpherson didn't score 20 today uh as a kicker (laughs) but i was really afraid that that was gonna happen because that's my luck this year but uh yeah that was uh um that was stressful i don't i don't like madison he's he's a bad man (laughs) like i mean it's good for him he's a he's a very good player i just wish he didn't uh you know play for any teams that i had stake in yeah (laughs) he is a good player and there's you know there's been rumors uh, like i think they're probably all gone by now but Mm -hmm. there used to be rumors that he was going to get traded because they had dalvin and like but they're you know at at uh six and one now there's no way they would do anything this is a winning team unfortunately this is like a you know they're probably going to win the division and unfortunately looking... oh okay as a packers fan yeah <laughs> it hurts my heart I- i'm pumped for them man it's been too many years of the packers and i like a lot of these guys on the vikings you know i'm a huge justin jefferson fan and i'm an i'm a dalvin cook owner for several years in our dynasty league i so. also wanted you know um, justin jefferson to go to the packers and so it's a you know it's just sadness at this point okay. like you know actually it's you know, understandable sadness you know but i am actually usually pretty happy overall because i've been blessed dominating that division for so long i genuinely actually am happy hashtag bless <laughs> yeah yeah hashtag <laughs> bless but um so it's fine i'll take my lumps you know if we suck for like a few years that's okay but um you know the other teams in the division deserve to have some fun i'm okay with them having good years like 
I'm not spiteful. You're a better sport than I am then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible in other ways. <laughs> um, so let's let's go and talk about my sadness now. Uh, the Raiders got shut out by the Saints. 24 zip in New Orleans. Follow the two and five. Saints are three and five. Um, and we, you kind of touched on Jameis Winston, and I was going to ask you about Andy Dalton because the team has said that Jameis Winston is healthy oh. and that Andy Dalton is starting anyways. Yeah, they did um, in this game say that he was. I just thought they were being like cautious, though. Just that's what I that's what I thought last week, and then this week when Dalton started again, I kind of begin to wonder, like, okay, is this like a rest of season plan and 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 also wonder if that's a good thing because, uh, like the way it's been going with Andy Dalton, we're seeing more targets to Kamara. Mm -hmm. We're seeing the targets to Olave are still there, and the other wide receivers are all hurt, so we don't know what it would look like for them with Andy Dalton. But the two fantasy relevant players, like the two big ones that you want to see doing well, are having success with Andy Dalton on the field. Yeah, I don't. I mean, but. I don't know. Like Jameis is just more talented. I think he can throw deeper. For sure. Dalton is older and has been throwing interceptions too. It's not like he's been more efficient. So maybe I guess I don't want to rock the boat and they're just, you know, running the hot hand, the lukewarm hand. I'm not really sure. The lukewarm hand. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like <laughs> cold hand Luke. <laughs> cold hand Luke. Yeah. Um, yeah. Red Rocket is, you know, kind of faded. A little yeah. bit, and I, I just he wasn't good when he was filling in for Dak on the Cowboys. No, like, I, like he's not Cooper Rush good. Like, no, and that's not saying much. Like you know, he hey, he won a bunch of games, so good for him. But it's like, uh, yeah, I I just don't see this as sustainable. I think he's just gonna have a really stinker of a game, and he's gonna lose the job, and then it's just gonna stay with Winston, who's gonna show he's like, oh yeah, I can actually be a starting quarterback. You know, it's crazy because we're talking about maybe the Saints are the team to beat in this division. Maybe they can they can take the lead here over the Falcons and and win this division in a you know, it, I mean, it's a bad division right now that with the Bucks really struggling and how bad the Panthers are and everything. But, it, you know, if there's a quarterback controversy on this team, how how good are they going to be going forward? I wonder. So I. I think, you know, Kamara, you're going to be able to keep starting no matter what. It doesn't matter. Um, and I think Olave, the team spent so much to get him that yeah. they like they have no choice. The, whoever they send out there at quarterback, they're the you know, they're yelling at him on his way onto the field. Hey, get it to Olave. <laughs> like, I also wish the we would have paid to, to get Olave. Olave. Oh, my gosh. He's great. Um, He's awesome. Um, and you know, with, uh, you know, Michael Thomas coming back, I, you know, I went, <laughs> okay. Last time it took two years. So, so yeah. So 2025, um, but if he makes it back, um, and I don't know, I just think that they'll get healthier and, you know, they'll turn around a little bit more. Um, yeah, I would expect so, but man, I don't know. So granted, this has been an unpredictable season. So yeah, I don't know anything. It's 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 you know it's really rough right now for a lot of teams. I think you know there's a lot of teams struggling we thought would be good. There's a lot of teams doing well that we thought would be struggling, and then there's some of the usual suspects. So it's been a real uh, real mixed bag. Um, not much to say on the Raiders side. 
it was terrible. Um, you move on to next week and you pretty much expect that like Devonte Adams is not going to put up less than one point in fantasy football. Unleash Mac Collins. <laughs> he's 29 and he's a speedster. He's not going to do anything. No, unleash my... Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, you know, I, okay. Here, let me ask you this question as an outsider. Do you think that the problem is car or our coach? Um, I've never fully believed in Carr, so like he's a good quarterback. He's not amazing, so I think that he's like at his best, like a lower of the top ten, and then but he has he can bottom out. So he's kind of he's the Mike Williams of quarterbacks. He can ha- he can be good, but he's gonna be stinking a lot of times. He's gonna cost you a lot of games, and you can't have inconsistency at your quarterback position if he can't do it with his college teammate and one of the best receivers in the league, then it's it's definitely not just coaching. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And plus, um, uh, you know, the coaches, McDaniels was decent, like, when he coached. Like, you know, his team has stunk and that, but the, he had good quarterback play, so it's not like he's not been known. Like, he was considered the offensive guru for New England, and New England's offense does do worse without him. So, yeah, you know, he's a good offensive mind. I don't think it's, yeah, it's it's... I I don't want to trash him because he's not bad. But it's car. (laughs) But it's car. Okay. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, let's head to New England. Uh, New England headed to New Jersey to take on the New York Jets, and they beat them yet again. Uh, I think this is like the 17th straight time or something. But it was close. It was close. It was close for sure. Uh, Pats win 22-17. Maybe. You might be right. Uh, they, you know, they didn't get it done on the ground like they have the last few weeks. Uh, losing Brees Hall is obviously bad for this team. They went out and traded for James Robinson, but uh, you know, they just acquired him a few days ago, so yeah. he only had five carries in this game and wasn't all that effective. But I think if they can get him and Carter going and get the offense like in a rhythm with those two guys, as well as with Garrett Wilson, who actually did show up a little for this game, then. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see better things going forward. Zach Wilson didn't actually have too bad of a game. No, he's been okay. He's not he's not as bad as you know we made him think. I mean, he didn't that he made us think he was in the beginning. Um, I still don't think he's it. You know, I was hoping that he could be something, but yeah, I kind of I think he's just like a high level replacement at this level at this time. You know. Yeah. 355 and two touchdowns, but he threw three interceptions. So he he's like he's like Brett Favre without like the sexiness at the end. Brett Favre. Oh yeah, but Brett Favre. Oh, we can't even joke about Brett Favre anymore. All right, he's a terrible human being. All right. Um. So Ramondre Stevenson. He has 16 carries, 71 yards, seven of eight receptions, 72 yards through the air. Damian Harris only has 11 carries for 37 yards and two targets, two receptions, 15 yards. Mm-hmm. Has Ramondre Stevenson officially taken over this backfield? Uh, if any any team that wasn't a you know Shanahan or Belichick team, yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, but I don't. I will never <laughs> trust a full time sh- uh, anything other than a timeshare. <laughs> He could be on the bench next week mm. all game while Damian Harris has 30 carries. Next week is going to be a Pierre Strong. 
Strongman, oh, Pierre, and uh, whoever that uh, the other one that they drafted um, in the fourth round. Um, it's another Harris, I think. Yeah, it was a Harris, I believe. I forget his first name. Yeah, but those are going to be the two starters next week. You know, mark our words. Um, but, you really never know. But I think I'm going to roll with Ramon. Oh, Gray. no. I mean, you, you, you know, you go ride the hot hand while it's still hot. Definitely. Um, uh, and then also Jacoby Myers showed up. And I think you can probably pretty confidently start him as a wide receiver three. Um, yeah, I like Myers a lot. I think if their quarterback play was a little bit better, I would even say he's even higher. Um, I'm biased because I kept him in, in our dynasty and he's like been operating as my wide receiver one all season. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely biased. And he's currently wide receiver 25 on the season, mm-hmm. but he missed two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a points per game, he's probably closer to wide receiver 12. He's getting the targets. He's making good catches. Um, you know, there's been games where he's just looked good, yeah. and so, and he's already got three touchdowns on the season. Yeah. So, um, despite the injury, and then I think he was like his first game back, he wasn't so great. Um, like. I, I want to have a piece of that if I could. Um, the thing is, I think that in any league other than ours, um, you can probably get him a little bit cheap because I don't think he's a sexy name. Yeah. Like, uh, I well, like the, the two other receivers, Parker and... Parker got hurt too. Oh, yeah, that's and true. And Nelson Aguilar and... Yeah. Who's the other guy? Good. Oh, Thornton. Thornton's good. Uh, I think he's a, he's a long-term investment. He's a speedster. I don't think he's consistent, but I like... For me... Um, I love consistency. Like I like somebody who has good hands and can uh, get 10 targets like Marquise Colson, who we were having a conversation with early about earlier, uh, casually, um, just like, you know, you should say with, it makes the podcast sound like it has a lot of clout. Like, uh, Marquez Colston, we were having a conversation with him earlier. <laughs> yeah. and, uh... It's like my good old friend, Marquise Colston, <laughs> you know, we go back way. Um, yeah. Um, we just chilling. Um, talking about how good his hands are and uh, yeah, how amazing it was. Uh, you know, he was just consistent and good. And I love that kind of build. It's why last year I got um, Pittman for cheap. And I think I got him off waivers in our leagues but to both of them. And, you know, he was amazing. And yeah. that was the thing. He was big and he's consistent. And he like, you know, I, you can't teach size um, and you can't teach hands. Like you, you know, those are things that just stick. That's um, true. That's true. You can work on your hands, but it can't be taught. It's some that's an individual yeah. thing. You either catch passes or you drop them. Yeah. Um. All right. So, any other big takeaways from Patriots Jets? Um. Will the Jets ever beat the Patriots? Uh. You know. Maybe next year. Maybe next year, Jets to, fans. Yeah. All right. Hold out hope. Uh, all right. Moving on to the Steelers at Eagles. Steelers got romped. Uh. 13 to 35 the eagles just uh just smashed them they advanced to 7 and 0 steelers fall to 2 and 6 are there any steelers you can start because you know the i mean the highest drafted one obviously was Najee, and he has really really struggled uh, i think jalen warren outscored him in this game or or at least came close to it I've been monitoring um, Warren a lot, uh, you know, mainly because I, I sold my entire team and I was like just, you know, picking up people off the waiver wire. But um, so I've been following him really closely, but he's been great per touch since the offseason. You know, yeah. he was he was touted a little bit, not huge uh, like the big names, but um, 
you know, I like the talent there. He's fast. I, I don't think he could really, as much as I want him to, uh, be, you know, a every down back. But um, I think if they if they want to win games, I think they want to get him more involved. And he might, like, if they did that, he would be maybe a flex option. Um, but, you know, they're not going to do that to Najee. So, that no, I don't think that's going to be rectified. Um, Pickens, maybe. Um, Deontay's getting all the targets, so if, um, yeah, I just I think if Pickett improves, and I think it's it's just all quarterback play. Yeah, I, it's just I, I think Deontay is the best talent on that team offensively, and he should be shining more. I think that they can find a way to get him more reliable. But yeah, we we always hard. see a dip in these guys when you have a rookie quarterback come in. They tend to you know struggle to support top fantasy relevant wide receivers. So. It makes sense. Uh, Deontay, I think, uh, you know, last I checked, he was leading the league in targets. He may still be at this point. So the volume is there. Um, You know, Pickens did not do much this game. I think maybe you could just chalk that up to the Philadelphia Eagles. They have a really good defense. They just got a better defense. And it's going to be even better. Yeah. Grabbing. um, Um, They didn't get Smith. No. Rokon Smith went to the the Baltimore. Baltimore Um, But the trade before that was um, uh, Quinn. Yes. Robert Quinn from the bears. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if he played in this game. Um, it wouldn't have made a difference, but no, uh, not even, kind but of. you know, it's a plethora of riches. Like the defense was their strong suit going into the season and it's just gotten better. Yeah. And like, they have so many offensive weapons too. I, I like, that hurts to AJ Brown connection yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it's it so is. Good. It's, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like Steelers, I want. Oh, you know what? Firemuth. Firemuth. Okay, there you go. He's getting consistent targets in a in a season where it's hard to be relying on the tight end. I think he's averaging a little bit over seven uh, targets a game. Sounds about right. And so I think he's like a mid level uh, tight end. He's a startable tight end. He had seven targets in this game, four for fifty seven. It's not too bad at the tight end position. No. Uh, Pickens did nothing. Unfortunately, he has been good. He's been getting valuable targets from Pickett, but yeah, again, I think that was just, I think, the, Pick- I mean, it's still defense, an improvement so. from, uh, Mitchell. No, not Mitchell, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, and, yeah. um, because that was just way too conservative. So at least Pickett is brave enough to throw down the field. Yeah. Um, and that's the only thing that's going to have up more upside for the receivers. So there'll be good games. Claypool led these receivers this week, but it's only because he scored a touchdown. He didn't do much, <laughs> much else. Wise, so, um, yeah, he might get traded. Eagles are good. Steelers are bad. And yeah, Claypool might get traded. They certainly can't uh, afford to pay him and pay Deontay and have Pickens around. I don't think so. And there's been some rumors well. in that. Yeah, they could just draft another wide receiver next year. Um, yeah. Uh, let's let's move on. Titans at Texans. This was a uh, pretty low scoring game. Boring. So you had uh, the Titans move to five and two. The Texans fall to one five and one. But uh, there was one thing in this game that wasn't boring, and that was Derek Henry. King Henry. My goodness. Uh, I think he's really the only thing of note in this game because we kind of know that like you're not going to really start your Texans other than Damian Pierce. Yeah, uh, I was talking about uh, we were talking earlier is like I like Nico Collins, been monitoring him like per touch he's been better than Cooks this year, which you know Cooks is getting the the worst coverage, but still, 
um, but the quarterback isn't that good. Uh, Pierce was okay. Yeah, he scored he the startable. touchdown in this game, so if you started him, he didn't kill your team. But, uh, yeah, the, the, you know, the Titans had to start Malik Willis because Ryan Tannehill's out with uh, flu, I believe, or mm-hmm. an illness. Uh, he did not look good in this game. Uh, I would expect that they're going to go back to Tannehill once yeah. Tannehill's ready especially because they're five and two and they could win this division. So uh, they're going to roll with Tannehill. No, they do not. (laughs) But here we are again. Yeah. Similar to last year. I mean, last year, you know, they won the AFC very quietly. That's true. Um, And something, you know, I I really wouldn't be all that shocked if it happened again. Uh, Their defense is figuring it out and they tend to just do enough to win the game, whether that's, you know, by like, generally by one score but do just enough to win the game and derrick henry's unstoppable and he becomes more unstoppable as we get later in the season it's true other people get tired and king henry just you know just unlocks another level Uh uh-huh yeah he's not human well yeah other people like sleep because they're tired and king henry just waits he, he feasts the on the fears game. of the other players. And yes. He gets stronger every week. And he steals their souls when he uh, stiff arms them through, <laughs> through the turf. Uh, so, all right. Um, there's not much more there, so we'll move on. The commanders, uh, they win. They move to 4-4 four and four against the Colts. Uh, 17-16, the Colts fall to 3-4-1. and one. Jonathan Taylor what is going on here? He's been really disappointing. He had another down game. He fumbled in this game. Um, so, I mean, you know, right now, what can you do with Jonathan Taylor, who you probably drafted with a top two pick in your draft? Pray. <laughs> like, what are you going to, you're not going to, you're not, you're not going to trade him for anything that's equivalent to him. No, he's, he's your... RB 33 on the year. Yeah. So, you know, you're not going to trade him for another like top five. You're not, you can't get him. Maybe for someone who doesn't follow it, like if you have a work league, you can trick someone into, you know, trading Shaq for him. And, but, you know, unless you just have people that are just out of it uh, or like a homer, you're not going to, you're not going to get anything for him. What would you do if you were a dynasty owner of Jonathan Taylor? Oh, I hold. Okay. I don't think this is a long term issue. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, we've touched on this before. It's the offensive line. I feel like that's, it's been decimated multiple times this year. The Colts have been hit harder than most, and I think that they they get right. I don't. I think that they would be like one of the better teams in the league had it not been for all those injuries. All right, I could see that. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, the tie early on. Otherwise, they'd be a five hundred team. So, yeah, um, I think you know it's tough though because in a redraft, like you're gonna have to keep starting him, and like you said, you can't really get value out of him right now so that's uh, a rough situation there there are some trade rumors around naeem hines uh who he scored a touchdown in this game five carries for 20 caught two receptions for 29 if you throw all that in with jonathan taylor's numbers then he's fine and i would expect that if naeem hines gets traded that it's you know 99 percent jonathan taylor i don't think they're going to give as much work to Dion jackson with a healthy jonathan taylor as they do to naeem hines it's just not the same level of talent no he'll be a change of pace i think they'll get him involved i mean you know naeem was really integral to this team so i don't is really integral to this team so i don't think that he'll fully take over it but he did show he could do both ends so yeah he did 
Like, he's, so he's I wouldn't be surprised if back. he did. But uh, and that's part of why they're they're thinking about you know potentially considering trading Naeem Hines is that you know Deion Jackson looked good. <laughs> Um, and they feel like he's good enough that he can play that back up to Jonathan Taylor, and that if something happened to Taylor, they can depend on him. So yeah. it's uh, it's interesting. We'll we'll wait and find out. And you know, if anything does happen um, before the trade deadline tomorrow, then we will uh, we'll let you know on the next episode on Wednesday. Um, we got a couple more games here. 49ers beat the Rams because they always do in the regular season. Thirty-one fourteen. <laughs> They move to four and four Rams fall to three and four with the huge Christian McCaffrey game. And what an integral part of this offense. It looks like he's going to be. Are you worried about Debo? Um, You know, I was thinking that Debo might get a regression this year anyway. So I think this just amplifies that. I mean, he's still amazing. He's, you know, an amazing talent. So as long as the ball's in his hands. Um, so at worst, I imagine him downgrading to like a high end RB two. I mean, not RB2, you know, receiver two. Wide receiver two. Well, he, you know, he plays both. So, he does. Um, uh, yeah, he's not going to get the rushing work as much. Uh, and actually, I think that that mid-level kind of pass catching will be taken by CMC as well. So, yeah. And then they want to get Ayuka more involved. So, I think it's and just going to be spread out. Yeah. It's, it's just a plethora of riches right there, which is gross because, yeah, how I feel about the Niners. But, um <laughs> um, I think it's just it's just going to rotate. I think that there's going to be I think no one's going to be bad for the most part. Uh, they're going to be reliable. You know, you can start all of them, and and you'll just, get some down games yeah, here and there. Get, but, but then you'll also get amazing games like, <laughs> like when, this one from yeah, CMC. Yeah, so it's like I think Debo's probably going to get an equivalent, not not as good, obviously, but you know, amazing game. Like he'll probably drop forty because he'll get like three touchdowns, and you know. He it's could. Just, he very well could. He's an extremely talented player. I'm also not worried about Debo. I just have to ask the question. But yeah. uh, well, I know you love Debo. I do. I'm a huge, huge Debo stand. So uh, that's my guy. Uh, he's just so fun to watch. Nobody can tackle him. But yeah, he's a big dude. Like he's he's strong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, any other big takeaways from the Niners Rams? I mean, we we'll have to monitor the Cooper Cup ankle injury, and I think that's about it. Other than well, you know, we didn't talk much about it, but Daryl Henderson was terrible. Yeah, they split carries in this backfield, and it looks like there's not really a running back you can start for the Rams. Yeah, I mean, they haven't played Kyren, uh, no, Kyren, Kyren Williams, Kyren Williams. So I know they left him out a little bit longer because uh, they were talking before the bye that this might be the week, and so they were just like, I think they wanted to get him more game ready. Um, so that's definitely something I've been monitoring all year because I've been holding him. Um. It's a good name to snatch up if you have an empty yeah. roster spot and just, uh, you know, especially if you got an open IR spot right now, you can throw them in your IR or throw them on the last spot on your bench and just yeah. wait to see what I've happens. I've been riding him on my IR for so long. I really I've wanted to pay off. A, I've got yeah. him on an IR spot as well. Um, so it's like, you know, those things can make or break a season, especially if you're struggling and, uh, you know, like some people got hit real hard with injuries uh, to okay. running back. So I think that could be something. So, you know, it's something to monitor. I, I don't believe in the other running backs. I've never really been big on Henderson or Akers. So this isn't a surprise. They're a little bit getting older and they've had injuries. So, All right. Uh, Giants Seahawks. The Seahawks pull this one out 27 to 13. They moved to five and three. Giants fall to six and two. 
I don't think there's a big story here other than that the Seahawks just continue to be good. Um, Way better than anybody thought they would be. Pete Carroll might be coach of the year. He might be. Like, you know, it's him and DeBall, and he just beat the guy who was, like, probably the front runner. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, and they, I don't know, like, I, the bones of that team weren't that solid. Like, their defense was pretty solid last year, like, you know, kind of a little bit yeah. underrated. Okay. Um, And they have some amazing weapons. You know, Walker is a dude, and, like. DK and Lockett yeah. are studs. DK is unhuman. Yes. Like, I didn't think he was going to play. Nobody and, did. And then he just was like, nah. I, yeah, I'm like I'm okay. not I'm I'm just like I walk on water and uh, you know call me DK Jesus. They were yeah they were great. Um, on the Giants side of the ball, you know they didn't you know they they had to go clear across the country and play in a really tough stadium. I think you chalk some of it up to that. Uh, yep. The offense didn't look comfortable a lot. Um, it's a tough place to play. So uh, I would chalk a lot of it up to that. They don't have receiving options there. They tried to get the ball to Wandale Robinson. He didn't do much. Uh, Saquon ended up with an okay game. So you continue to just start Saquon. But, uh, I think, you know, losing their tight end to that eye injury, which is terrible, that has hurt their passing game and they're going to need to figure something out. So I'd, I'd look to see, like, I'd look next week to see something change there because they need it to. So either a major uptick for for Wandale or, or potentially they could make a splash tomorrow and, and go get a wide receiver or something. Hey, you know, Brandon Cook's been talking about as a trade option for a while and, that would be a really good one. And be uh, huge. yeah, it's like, and there's a couple places that have multiple tight ends. So, you know, they could probably trade for one of those too. It's like, uh, um, hmm, who would be a really good one? You know, maybe not Albert. O. Oh, I'm, just, I'm uh, having a hard time. Possible. Yeah. Maybe or uh fan, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what tight ends are available out there, but that wouldn't be a bad move either. Um, I, but we, I, you know, I think part of it is we don't know how long they're going to be without Bellinger. So we'll have to see about that. Yeah. Uh, keep watching the news because I think if he comes back, he's a pretty important part of this offense and you can pretty much start him every week. Month, though. Like, but yeah, that is a rough injury. I, orbital fracture. I haven't seen the uh, the tape and like I, I kind of don't want to, but I also kind of do the more I you know, think about it. Uh, from I mean, I watched it like I mean, I watched it live and then I watched the replays and I, I don't think you could really see oh, much, okay. but like you can see the guy's fist pretty clearly go oh. through the eye hole of the of the oh, helmet oh. and you can tell that like, oh, it's not going to be pretty. Um, but yeah, Seahawks are just good. Like Seahawks are good. Like I it sucks. I hate the Seahawks, but I, good. I, I mean, I like the Seahawks. Like I'm like I think of our group of friends, except for Paul. Uh, yeah, like the in our leagues, I'm oh no, Alex too. Actually, yeah, Alex yeah. is a Seahawks fan. I, I'm still I'm I, I'm I love the local teams. Yeah, it's just, I'm a sucker for that. Only the Blazers for me. <laughs> for me. Okay, that is everything. That's that all we of all us. Agree. Yes, yeah, it's the like, only thing. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's move to the Sunday night football game. We had Can Packers we at Bills. I'm sorry, <laughs> but we have to. Bills win 27-17. They moved to six and one on the season. Uh, still firmly in the lead there in the AFC East. And the Packers fall to five or to three and five. Yeah. Um. You know, not a great start for the Packers, but I think this is kind of again the status quo of what we've been seeing that. 
you know, the Bills are able to pretty much move the ball at will. They have a tough defense, mm-hmm. and the Packers are lacking on the offensive side. They need some help there. I mean, they held the Bills to 27, which is pretty good considering how the Only Bills' season is in the second half. So, yeah, they stopped them. You know, they stopped the, the receiving game pretty well. Um, Gabe was, Davis had a really down game. Yeah, you know, it was closer than... They didn't than, allow those big explosive plays. They they, they contained it. Um, you know, their better team obviously won, but it was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be going in. And, you know, the fact that I know Elkin Jenkins was out um, for that offensive line, and he's, you know, he's a pro bowler, like, he's great. Uh, so losing, you know, not having him still has really been hurting that team. For a while, they still they finally got back to Ari like consistently in, so that's nice. I think their right tackle's been struggling. Uh, or was it right guard? Uh, Royce Newman. Anyway, uh, he's just not been amazing. So, um, but no, you know the thing surprised me. Sammy Watkins, like I thought he'd be a little bit more of a factor, and he just wasn't anything. Like you know, without Lazard in there, just none of the receivers have been kind of showing up. Sammy Watkins sad. only plays week one. That's true. So. Um. All right. Well, but Aaron Jones, amazing. Yeah, I love him. Aaron Jones is great. Um. Yeah, I mean, you're going to continue to play your Bills. You're going to continue to guess which Packers wide receiver it's going to be and be wrong, or it be, <laughs> or it be none of them. It'll be so. Lazard as a as a flex. It will be Lazard because he's going to catch the touchdowns. Yeah. So that's he's, the guy. He's good. Um. Bengals Browns on Monday Night Football. And uh, didn't put this in the show doc yet, but it's over and we got to watch a little bit of it. So, uh, you know, the Browns win 32 to 13. They uh, move to three and five on the season and the Bengals fall to four and four. Um, You know, Burrow didn't have a great game. Um, Mixon didn't have a good game. T. Higgins caught a touchdown at the end that bailed him out, but yep. he sat below a point for a long time in this game. Tyler Boyd did end up having a touchdown as well, three of five for 38 yards and a touchdown that bailed him out. Um, but, you know, kind of a really lackluster performance for the Bengals. Uh, they obviously missed Jamar Chase. Uh, Cleveland, you know, Jacoby Brissett, had a rushing touchdown. He threw a touchdown to Amari Cooper. Nick Chubb ran in two touchdowns and almost lost me my week. You <laughs> uh, so, got saved. Yes, yes. I got saved by that T. Higgins touchdown. Shout out T. Higgins. You my boy. Thanks. Appreciate you. Uh, Kareem Hunt had 11 carries for 42 yards in this game. Speculation that they were trying to, you know, showcase him a little for trade. There's been a lot of talk about him being traded to the Eagles potentially. Uh, where would he move for you if he was traded to, let's say, the Eagles to start? Um, he'd be a flex. Just, I don't, um, wow. You know, it's just that team's so good, and honestly. I don't. I don't know that. I think that'd just be a breath of fresh air. They're not going to trade for him and not use him. Like, yeah. No. I think. I think it immediately would put him into like high end RB two for me. Uh, it's hard because uh, Sanders has been good, and even though they historically have kind of hated him, uh, not used him right. Um, yeah, they've they've actually finally found a formula that's doing. They're winning with it. So I don't know if they want to miss it. I honestly think the better chance of him being traded to like the 
Um, okay, I can see that. The Rams need help there. Yeah, so... But there's rumors that the Rams are trading Cam Akers. They can switch them. So <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know that anybody wants Cam Akers. Oh, no. No, I don't want any part of Cam Akers. I think his career might be over. Yeah, I mean, sorry for the guy. Like, it's, Yeah, it sucks. I mean, he's had it. He, he had a, a better career than I did. True that. <laughs> better, much better than mine as well. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and he's a better human being than me, probably, tough. too. I don't honest. know anything about him, so I'm not going to speculate on whether or not he's a better human being I just assume than me, most people are better than me. I would <laughs> I, I would assume not only is he better than me at football, but probably just about any other athletic activity oh. as well. So. Um, Maybe beer pong? <laughs> yeah, I might have him there. And I'm a good, I'm a good ping pong player as well. Oh, so. Just all the pongs. Yeah, I got some pong skills, man. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you know, we will have uh, the other Josh, our regular Josh and Brandon back with us soon, hopefully for the Wednesday show. Uh, we're going to continue to have on guests, though, our, our friends and, you know, slash, slash our family from our, you know, all of our leagues and stuff like this. These are our people. So um, thank you again, Ritter, for joining me. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks uh, for having me. It's absolutely. Like, you know, just reminding you how the rules go is like you can only activate someone from the practice squad so many times. Or is that? only basketball anyway i'm gonna say that there's only so many times you can activate before i'm like just permanent like okay so just 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 well, put as, out there as we look at expanding the show into extra episodes and stuff there's gonna be plenty of opportunities to have more people on so and then i think later this week we're gonna try and have johnson in so uh looking forward to that um you know shout out to brandon you can follow him on twitter at bcff underscore brandon uh go bother him and tell him to get feeling better so that he can be back on here and i don't have to lose my voice trying to host this show uh hit up josh at bcff josh on twitter uh and i am at bcff underscore jordan you can find our main twitter at best coast ff and do you have any uh any twitter profiles or any like do you have any businesses you're working <laughs> on that you want to plug shamelessly or anything like um, it, go ahead no nah, man i just you know what i'll uh, just hit up uh you know the other josh's thing and just be like yeah we like him better oh, <laughs> oh. please uh, just it would make me smile <laughs> No, but I got nothing right now. Maybe in the future. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you, brother. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you on Wednesday. It's been fun, man. Thanks for having me again. Heck yeah. <laughs> Do I not have my... Oh, I don't have my... Uh, my... I'm sorry, people. I don't have my outro song. We're going to go with this one. <laughs>